Hi, I'm Alex. I'm Amy. And this is Small Town Not Small Minds. What's up? I did something cool and new that I hadn't really heard about before. Tell us more. (laughs) I'm about to. So it's called Subconscious Imprinting Therapy, or SIT Therapy for short. Had you heard about this? I only, through you, learned this. Okay. (laughs) So um, I kind of went on a whim. A friend had went, and then I was like, that sounds cool. I'm going to do that too. So... You know what? I don't know a lot about it. Okay. But I'll explain to you how I understand it. Okay. So you basically look at how, like, your body holds onto, like, trauma from your past. When you, like, target the areas of your body where you're maybe feeling, like, pain, like, chronic pain, or maybe you're not even actually feeling the pain. You don't know that it's there. You, like, target those areas, and then you kind of just like go over where that could be coming from and then like rewire your thinking process around it so like say say you always have like neck pain or something and then you can find like oh maybe that's because like I'm feeling like I'm never enough so then you like Mm. do a bunch of positive affirmations yes yeah where you're like yeah like let me release myself of that energy know that I am enough like so it's like targeting the pain in your body and then like rewiring your like programming around that oh cool yeah and like also I'm just thinking about like reoccurring pain it makes me think back to the episode we did with Callie yes and it's like addressing how that pain is more anchored into a certain like position in your body yeah well it's called rooted soul in stetler is Mm -hmm. where i went and she was talking about how she had chronic pain but when she went to the physiotherapist all of the like medical side of things they were telling her like you are fine like there's nothing like medically wrong but she's like i am experiencing pain okay so that when she said that to me i almost in the session was like oh my gosh i did a podcast episode on this but i was like i'm in the middle of a session right now i'm not gonna i hope you slipped her a business card i didn't (laughs) because i was like i don't think this is the time but i 100% like flashback to callie's episode i was like oh my gosh this is what callie's talking about yes so that was cool She could, like, pinpoint, like, areas in my body where I was, like, holding on to pain. And she even was, like, in your 26th year, so, like, what happened when you were 26 that made you cause these feelings? And, like, she targeted the pain and it would be, like... It was really interesting, actually. It was, like, feelings of extreme loneliness, despair, isolation. And that was a really hard year on my mental health. And just on the cusp of, like, turning 27 is when I started uh, my antidepressants. So that's cool. It was interesting that like it's almost like a reading about your body though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like an analysis in terms of like your muscle memory holding on to things. Yes, and then reprogramming your brain around that, you oh. know. So then a lot of my mantra and things like that were around like loneliness, like like you have connection and you have this kind yeah. of stuff to like to focus on like the positive side of things instead of always being like I'm lonely, I'm isolated. Um, Very cool. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, that is really neat. And it's called SIT therapy. SIT therapy, and I went to Rooted Soul in Stellar. You can Wait, find what did her... SIT stand for again? Subconscious imprinting. Ah, 
That's super cool. Yeah. And the T's for therapy, of course. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's up with you? Well, it is International Women's Day as we record this episode. Not it that is. we try and celebrate like days because we never know when our audience is listening. Mm-hmm. But I was celebrating with the students or I just like had my question of the day with the kids and it was so beautiful to see. And I've never worked. I'm really proud of this current generation. So I'm talking, I work with 12 year olds. So they're grade seven and they are going to be so transformative in society. And like the work I do now with them, I can just see the impact it's going to make in the future. So before I could see, say anything, we were talking about like the strength and power in women today and how around us we always have like strong females. So like who are yours and the kids shared who theirs were and it was really, really cool. But then there's always one, someone chimes in like, you know, why don't they have an international men's day? And like before I could even answer the question, I was just about to open my mouth and another kid snapped back and they all started having a great conversation with each other. What just the students say though? They the student was like, We celebrate men all the time. Society has built around men and it's just so important for us to validate women and all the work that women do. And it was just like it, it was such a powerful off. answer yeah. that I was just like wanted to stand up and applaud the kids because it was so beautiful. And, and like also the kids, how receptive the students were to other students teaching them too. I think that's really important when you have peers teaching other peers, but it was just like beautiful because this whole grade has inspired me so many times where I've reached out to their previous teachers to thank them for the work that they've done because they have been able to like spit like Canadian historic facts that support reconciliation. And I'm just so proud of them. I feel like, I mean, as a teacher, is that not what we dream for is like to see the difference we can make in our future and upcoming generations and I can like visibly see it and I just am so proud of them and it like seeing that and working with students it just that inspires me so much Mm -hmm. so I was just like such a moment today and I'm like just so proud of them so (laughs) I love that I know I'm and I hope that they continue that I feel like even like previous classes it's like they understood it they could digest that information they got it but they didn't feel like they knew where to take it next right this group it's like kind of empowered by it yes they've got it and they're ready to like pitch it to someone else and like and that makes me proud because i think about like you know they could be lawyers it could be future doctors among us there could be you know anything like dentists mothers and if they get it then that's going to impact so much like if i think about reconciliation with indigenous education a lot of indigenous people know that the it might not happen in their lifetime reconciliation i'm not so sure it'll happen entirely in my lifetime but they're like it's coming and yeah. we have to plant that seed within our young people over and over again and once we do that it'll sprout and it will grow and we will reconcile Mm -hmm. um you know and so i it's just like i'm just so proud of them so thank you to my students out there i love those like moments and feelings and classes that like make you feel that yeah it's so fun yeah and it's like it is like you say inspiring yeah yeah keeps you going it does um (laughs) much anticipated part two with nick yes we're lucky to have him on again much more casually this time to gossip with us gals Mm -hmm. and um this time we talked about red flags yes in um, this one in this one so you'll hear red flags we talk about our patterns in dating a little bit 
Um, and then at the end, we manifest um, our dream partners. So check in with us to see if it's that still, comes to life. Still manifesting. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> and that's what's, what's up? up. Red flags. Jump yeah. in with that. Yeah. So many. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start with someone who is emotionally unstable um, incapable, I mean, I should say, not unstable, in- mm-hmm. emotionally incapable. Okay. They are lacking the ability to express their needs and emotions. I feel that. I like to share. I like to talk. I like to communicate. And if that's not reciprocated, yeah. I'm out of there pretty fast. Exactly. Nick's um, nodding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Like, honestly, part of me feels like with the pandemic... A really, like, fast way to weed out people online is if they're vaccinated or not. T. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not interested in trying to get to know someone that's not vaxxed. No. There's just, already, you're, like, no. you're already in the no right pile. Now. And we're not trying to be divisive on the pod, no. but, like, that's just... It's the way it, it is. It is. It's yeah. just the way the chips fall. Yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting. I ain't got no time. Yeah. For sure. The you little... figure out your own shit. But these are my values, and this is what I'm going to do. Exactly. Yeah. I think it comes back to your value, right? Yeah. Because like, you, you just, just like never... Health. Yeah, you're just never going <laughs> to yeah. talk about that. You, you know, like, just be together and, like, let's just ignore this fact. Yeah. I feel like it already shows me, like, up front that we're probably going to have other differences yeah. beyond vaccination. It comes back to the values thing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's neat that a lot of the dating apps, like, I, like I said, I open them and then I'm like no it's not for me and I shut them down mm-hmm. but I like went on and had to update mine and before taking my profile back down and it was nice to see that they put that on there like the they backs- even put like what on you're which? comfortable with on like tinder and hinge they put like oh. if you're vaccinated or not or but, you like, don't want to specify even has like your comfortability like are you mm. um comfortable meeting in person if you're meeting in person masked or unmasked like you put yeah. all of those things oh, okay oh yeah oh yeah. wow mask too yeah yeah, you yeah. can put all your preferences for that. I haven't put, I haven't been back on Bumble, but I know you really enjoy that. Dating it's an app. app made by women for women. Like, do you know yeah. what? I, like, it, I feel like the way that it was created. You need to listen to the podcast, um, how I built this, and listen to the episode on Bumble, and listen to mm. the creator. Okay. And like, honestly, again, when you go to values, the value or like the underlying theme of how tinder was started she was a part of tinder and then started bumble on her own and i'm like those her like perspective and what she wanted for online dating like matched up with what i want and i think it was really empowering for women and you like bumble a lot like you talk about that yeah Yeah. anytime you send a message first you can like choose because it like it will donate money on your behalf to the cause that you choose Mm. like there's so many great things like honestly i'm like we need to cancel tinder and everybody needs to get on bumble wow i'm very for bumble wow yeah big bumble gal is that for like same sex seeking partners is that an option on bubble yes yeah okay. and i find it's it's decent too there's like there's her which is yeah. just for women yeah. and i find at least where i am and like um you can't set your radius like outside of like 25 kilometers or something oh, wow. like that and i'm like mm. that's really they have not been to rural alberta no <laughs> like, <laughs> no. like you all. have to pay for premium if you want to do that mm. and um so that's what's just her, like, her the yeah app. so it's like okay. not really worth my time because I'm the styler bisexual, as some yeah. people call me. <laughs> um, some people call me. All capitals. Um, yeah, so, like, her just hasn't really worked out for me. 
So what's the uh, radius settings on Bumble? How far away can you? You can actually do like countrywide. Ooh, really? Cool. Yeah. They... And so how does it decide who to show you of all of Canada? Uh, well, again, you can like you can change all your you can put all your preferences. Like if you want, oh. like you want only show vaccinated people, only people that have a certain amount of education, or so like yeah. like that. They have kind a lot of stuff. filters, and this is all free on the free version. This is all free. Wow. I have the premium. I did like a sponsored premium. by Bumble. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I'm a big fan. Bumble sponsor I, us. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes. Sponsor us. I love when our guests like take us <laughs> persona of the sponsor us. <laughs> Wow, cool. you're you're making me reconsider my Bumble. I'm like, like maybe I should get Bumble and just yeah. start like a gay trend. Yeah, yeah. no, do they're like they're because I find there's a lot of women on it. I don't know what yeah. it is like for men. We can find. I out. also want to listen <laughs> to this podcast too. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Why have Why have you not done this before? I feel like I talk about this all the time. <laughs> yeah. But I, this is what I tell you. I go through these phases where I'm like, I'm on it, I'm in it, yeah. and then I'm like, I'm like, out I of like it. I like Hinge, mm. and I'm like, mm, you need to try Bumble. Not that it's been successful. <laughs> I just feel like the app like reflects a lot of what I believe mm-hmm. in. Okay, this is something that's new on the Hinge profile though. You can record your voice. Yes. Okay, I've only seen that on TikTok. TikTok. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's like true. I tried Hinge once, hated it. Yeah. Love the TikTok I, trend of it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> But also, it's kind of neat. I like for someone who has a great radio show True. voice. Yeah, um, it, it fares what well. What do you say? What's your? I you... don't remember. I can oh. open it up. Do you want me to open it up? You know, what? for a while, I'm like right now. I'm taking. I'm honestly taking a break from online dating. I just yeah. like after my year of seventeen first oh, dates, twenty twenty two does not need that much energy yeah. spent that way. You're um, like getting close to an Adam Sandler movie here. <laughs> oh my gosh, my nightmare. That was a bit of a stretch. But. Yeah, no, but I feel it. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, something I put and that got a lot of like like a good bait was um, like plugging the podcast. Honestly, I was like, oh. this is my podcast. Listen to this episode. Like, ask me about it. Um, cool. And that was fun. And people listened in yes. too? Cool. Okay, this yeah. is mine. This is mine. Give me a travel tip for the Mediterranean and Greece. That's yeah. sexy. <laughs> and you can like Honestly. edit it, but like people always comment. They're like, oh, I love hearing your voice. Ooh. So I'm like, oh, thank you. Cool. Yeah, you give good voice. Thanks. You give good voice. It's a great benefit I carry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but more red flags? Okay. What? Well, this is good, but I feel like, okay, I... I don't know. I feel like you guys got to help me verbalize this because, or digest this a bit, because I think it's important that my partner is complimenting me in a way that's like genuine and appropriate. But I hate, Mm -hmm. absolutely fucking hate, and Alex knows this too, the morning text where it's like, good morning, gorgeous. Yeah. Or good morning. Good morning, beautiful. I don't know you. I can't do that. Yes. And I'm also like, I haven't met you yet. So it feels like I love getting a compliment but it feels very disingenuous because yeah. i'm like you haven't met we haven't met in person yet yeah it's i've got that much. even without a video chat like just yeah. on texting or whatever like from like... grinder i don't like it either yeah does anyone i don't know because <laughs> so far that's three for three that doesn't yeah. like. if you like this uh comment below <laughs> <laughs> honestly please yeah we want to know yeah, yeah. it's just it's like, a turn off for me because it's keeping that conversation at a really like surface level versus like you know, like, did you have a good sleep or... That's not the problem for me. I don't know. I don't know. It just irritates my soul. Yeah. It and gives like... me, like, cringe. Yeah. yeah. Cringe. I know. 
cringe. Like, we yeah. do it as a joke now. We yeah, do it to Amy each and other. I text as each other, like, good morning, beautiful. Good morning, beautiful. Good morning, and then gorgeous. that makes me laugh. Yeah. That's a nice text to wake yes. up to. Yeah. yeah. From a stranger you met on the internet. No. Yeah. No, it feels it's, like it's icky. Like, you don't know me. Yeah. You can't say that to me, because, like, yeah. you had to earn that. Also, you don't know if I'm beautiful in the morning. <laughs> and that's the answer is, I'm not. That's, that's my other thing, too. Like, I was like, it just... Like, am I, like, look at this monster rolling yeah. out, you know? You're just kind of like, what? And then, I don't know. It just, yeah. if you're not there living it, it just feels unfair that you can be like, good morning, beautiful, yeah. good morning, yeah. gorgeous, it feels It feels gross. Yeah. yeah. It feels, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, cool. So, right. Glad we grabbed me all yeah. of that commonality. <laughs> just need to put that, oh, that's, Kate, that's the other thing I hate on profiles when they're, like, they're so, like, blunt in the sense that they're, like, not looking for this. Don't text me that. Mm. If you don't go to the gym, swipe right or whatever. Yeah. Swipe left. I don't remember what way is yeah. what. But like, I hate that because like, it's so demanding. Like, who, yeah. like it's like very so entitled. If you don't like yeah. this, don't swipe on me. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. And it's closed minded. Yeah. It's like I only like yeah. this and this and nothing else. Yeah. But it's like you're not even giving anything else a chance. Yeah. yeah. That's it's so common on Grinder and on like gay dating apps for people to have really specific stuff like that, but yeah. like in a very problematic way. Like, like the the iconic one that like culturally gay people know is no fats, no femmes, no Asians. <gasps> oh. Yeah, it's like so horrible. Like people put that kind of stuff in their profile, yeah. and you're just like dismissing all these people, like literally just like off of like such a surface thing. Um, and like, it's like, it's such a like well-known thing that one of the drag race girls like did a song called no fast, no fans, no Asians. Oh, yeah. And she's like, like an Asian drag queen yeah. who's like doing it. Yeah. So it's like, it's like a, it's a thing. Enough right. people are it's doing like it that we're talking race. about it. Yeah. 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 And like, it's stuff like that. Or people be like, oh, if, if you have like, if you think they, them is a pronoun, like don't talk to me or like, wow. you know, like men are men and women are women. It's like, oh, it's gross. Part of me is like, I guess like. Thank you for telling me who you are up front because yeah. it's a no for me. Yeah. But also, I'm like, I don't need that energy and hate in my life. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, get up, GTFO. Do you, either know. of you see stuff like that where people have really clear, like, don't it's, talk to me for this way? Yeah. I find that's, I find that with men will have, but like less. I was wondering this, about if women do it. I don't find it with women yeah. at all. I like, I can't think of an example. Like, but people literally would be like white only. Yeah. On grinders. I, I, yeah. It's fraught territory. I don't know if we should go there, but like this whole like preferences versus racism is like that's yes. a real thing. Yes. Like, yes. You can't say white only. No, yeah. it's no. profile. You uh-uh. can't. I know. Yeah, and then I'm torn. So... Like I say, it's I'm torn between being like, okay, well, it's like a straight up no for me. So yeah. like we've weeded someone out. And then me also being like, you can't do that. And I've tried engaging with these people oh, and being like, no, you, you know, you can't. It's not even uh, worth it. You know what I do? I literally report. I do too. I report this offends me. So, yes. Yeah. I've reported so many Same. people. Yeah, I report. That's what a I do. Lot. I straight to report. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> straight to jail. <laughs> I probably only reported maybe like a handful of people. Uh-uh. Like All the time. three or four maybe. Three they should pay me for being a moderator on their site. Yes. That's the amount. Yeah, I should get commission. Yeah. Oh, and making Bumble a better place. <laughs> Another thing that bugs me, back to red flags, mm-hmm. but like less problematic. Yeah. <laughs> is um there's this phrase that people use. I don't know if they use it in your world, but in my world, um guys say young professional. That's okay. like a way to describe yourself. 
and it has icky vibes. It gives me like business major, <laughs> like the grind, like yeah. They describe really themselves as young that. professional. Like I'm a young professional, mm-hmm. or like right. it, it's a it's a it's a phrase that people right. say. Okay, so do you have? That? I know I was going to say similar. Like I always make this joke when people put like entrepreneur. Yeah. Do you see on, that a lot? Yeah, I see that a lot for like hetero males. It's okay, like I don't it, see that to me mine. though. The translation is unemployed. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like unemployed. <laughs> in very different worlds. Yeah. <laughs> no, like honestly, the entrepreneur for the hetero male is like in between jobs, unemployed. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Uh, there's a lot of entrepreneurs. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> so like that's that one. Are there any other patterns you guys see in dating apps of stuff that? I don't know. There's just certain things that seem to catch on and you see them over and over in profiles. Okay. Well, mine, I... (laughs) Thruple seeking thruple. (laughs) I have to say the hetero boys, terrible sometimes, some of their profile. Like someone should, they should seek out a professional. Photographer? Yeah. But like just their pictures are atrocious. But then here's my other thing that is like... Like a picture from 2012 Facebook? Yes. But like easily... Or the date stamp is on from a digital camera. Mm. But like, I've seen it. It's not, even the, not even the most obvious like red like red flag moment, but also like I'm a weirdo moment is when they post memes on their dating oh, profile. I don't like that. Me I hate neither. that. Why are people doing that? Okay, like, also, can we that just they're not, not even good memes? Yes. No. <laughs> yes. You're like it's sometimes it's like not even a meme. It's like a picture of their favorite like action figure or something. Like I'm just like, what? Why would you put that? Now we all know. Like, we're getting, like, a weird, really weird sense of who you are. <laughs> I know. Or, like, and they're, who, like... So, someone who has their profile picture as a meme, like, who's talking to them? Yeah. Because there's people on Grindr, they have one photo, it's a meme. Like, so, get out of here. Also, like, that's not your picture, I want but, like, to know how know. much, like, traffic they're getting. Like, Nothing. is that working? Nothing. No, I can tell you it is not working. Because you have memes? No. <laughs> No, but I'm, like, 100%, like, shut it down. Like, you're no. just, like, you don't even, like, flip. You, you see a meme, you're, like, I'm out. Totally. That, that is I'm not on Tumblr. Me. I'm not on Twitter. I'm not looking for memes. Like, I'm not on Instagram scrolling no, through, exactly. pressing a like. I'm yeah. literally, you're, you're gone because yeah. you're a weirdo. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm trying to think of other patterns, though. Like, that one's a weird one for me. Um, also, take terrible pictures. They're bad at the write-up. The, the picture is literally the same shot. You in a hat. You and a hat. You and a hat. When they put their truck as a photo. Do straight guys do that? Yes. 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 The thing with the fish pictures is like... (laughs) (laughs) Laughs immediately. I feel like just like guys don't have a lot of pictures. And they always like... You take a picture with the fish and you take a picture with the dead deer. And then they're like... I only have pictures from now or 2012. So I'm putting the... I'm putting the game. We're really showing... I've never thought about that. That's I, why I thought of... Oh, but that's completely right, I, I honestly thought of it, like, in terms of like, my what, brother. What photos do I have of me? <laughs> the one with the deer, the one with the fish. Like, Yeah. I know. I know. Because <laughs> they so don't like, get together with their friends and be like, you yeah. look cute, let's take a photo. <laughs> exactly. So a little bit I feel like we're hating on the fish pics. <laughs> but, like, you know their dad took that picture and their, like, family, like, fishing trip. And we don't love it. I know, but it's wholesome, technically. But also... <laughs> you're like, man. Like... It's, it, hard, it's like, like that, and also like their graduation or like them at a wedding, and I like just 
be right. mindful with setting yeah. up your dating profile. Yeah. Think Share about what message little... am I sending? Yes. yes. Yeah. What kind of people am I seeking? Am I wanting to look adventurous? Yes. Do am I, I adventurous look... then? Do yeah. I want to look? Am I family oriented? Am yeah. I like try yeah. and tell us something about yourself mm-hmm. with the photos? Mm-hmm. 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 I agree. Paint your picture. Yeah. Like what you're selling. But don't you know? both advertise. You also. That's called catfishing. Do we want to just like move into like personal things? Like let's just like get into the nitty gritty. Like, like yeah, we have patterns. patterns left. Yeah. 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 Okay. Who wants to like? I mean, okay, I'll start. Okay. In I'm not necessarily like broken. I feel like healed, but then I'm almost drawn to people that are not healed. And then they're, like, either emotionally unavailable or, like, like I feel like I get the same feedback from people where they're, like, you're a breath of fresh air. Or, like, mm. I, I hear the same things from people about me. And then I feel like I'm, like, a really good healing piece for these people. And then... But what's that giving to you? Well, yeah. Yeah. And, like, and, and for me, like, a lot of times it's been, like, company or, like, it's nice to, like, not be alone. And then like, you've been in this relationship for, like, six months, nine months what's like the next step and then I'm like they're not giving me what I need or like I've given them what they need mm-hmm. and then just like, so do you think that like you would be maybe more attuned to trying not to date someone who seemed like you needed to heal them yes well that's the thing is like I was dating this like woman that I was like really into I felt like a lot of like positive energy but she was telling me that she wasn't ready for a relationship. Her actions were not showing that, but she was telling me that. And so I, like, even though I wanted to be with her and I liked being with her, I would, I like was like, I need to end this because I need to stop doing the things I've been doing. Yeah. But I was yeah. going to say too, like now that we've had, you know, a decade plus of dating, it's, it is interesting to like reflect on your patterns I think my journey has been like, I've always put other people first. And I think like not setting a boundary and uh, like I almost feel like I fit into that category of like nice girls finish last. Like I would put other people before me mm-hmm. and my personal needs. And I think that hasn't fared well because there's something in me that's still fighting to make sure that, you know, my needs are being met. Um, and if they're not, I'm just like a little standoffish. So I don't, I don't know. It sounds like a like a people pleasing tendency, yes. which I can completely relate to. Yes. I'm like exactly the same. That like, I'm so <laughs> go with the flow that I'm almost like, I'll just like take whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think it's like prioritizing you you yourself, and I like I think I'm like in that process, and I think I have to stay that course. But mm-hmm. it is still like a little bit like me working it out, testing it out still. And here I am, like, years later, where Mm -hmm. I'm, like, I'm just seeking that now. And so I think it's, like, I'm, like, in a fragile place, I think, when I talk about my own patterns. Because I'm, Mm -hmm. like, oh, like, yikes. It is, like, there's actually me here that's a big part of this whole process. Yeah. Yeah. I can really relate to that because I have, like, such people-pleasing tendencies. And I'm kind of at a place in my growth journey right now (laughs) where I'm like realizing like not only do I have a problem like telling people what I want I don't know if I even know what I want yes so it's like Like, how do I know what I want like I I feel like I'm so not in touch with my own needs that I don't even like 
know what I need if I wanted to tell someone. Mm-hmm. So I'm like kind of going through that where I'm like trying to really think about like, okay, like what does it mean to just think about what I want and what I need and like what's best for me and not always think about what's best for all the people around me. Yes. Yeah. And I think Nick, like I have to spend like the single moments really focusing Mm -hmm. on that. And I think I am, I'm like formulating that list of like, what are my top needs? And then like saying that to myself regularly, Mm -hmm. because now that makes it easier to help be a little more point blank with decisions I am making. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Figuring out what you want and being clear about it mm-hmm. is hard. It is. I have a pattern I could share. Yeah, that yeah. I, I have a feeling a lot of gay guys will relate to this, but it's being attracted to these like unavailable straight men. There's, okay. There's what? this part of, I know, <laughs> there's this part of me that is still like reflexively really attracted to this like straight guy who's like you know like the coolest guy in high school captain of the football team like if there's a football team and like (laughs) there's part of me that just like is attracted to that straight guy who maybe gives you like a little look or a little uh, they give you a a morsel a crumb of like attention and you think like oh maybe this is something like like what did this mean what did it mean when he said that to me or looked at me that way like maybe he's bi or maybe you know like there's yeah and like I think that a lot of gay people, a lot of gay guys will can relate to being attracted to this kind of like heteronormative, manly, masculine guy, and you kind of think like, oh, like what is that? Is it is it like a fetish thing? Like or is element of like being straight that I think is almost borderline fetishized okay. in the gay community, okay. like totally. Cause there's I don't know, there's this sort of like taboo around like Oh, like, what if you, like, hooked up with a straight guy? Like, that's kind of, like, the ultimate fantasy, almost. Right? And that's kind of, like, I can see that at play within me. And I just, like, I don't know. I just try to notice it when it's happening. Yeah. I have a good idea to end this on a really positive note. Okay. What if we say our top three characteristics that we're looking for in a partner, and given that we are all single... And we can end on a hopeful note of seeking this out. Manifesting. Yes. Let's do it. I think we should go youngest to oldest. Oh my. Okay. I really like appreciate like open, honest communication. I want to be able to say how I feel. I want them to be able to see how they feel. I want to say like how I want to receive my love. Like I want to be able to say those things and be like safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to do all three. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I'm like really into some like good humor. Like I want to be able to crack like, them jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But not just those jokes. I want it to like match my energy. I like mm-hmm. love some wit. Like let's like, it's like, it's a bit, you know what yeah. I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like when Never they ending. Call back, yeah. Yes. yeah. It could be a show, you know? Oh, um, fine. I'm into that. Uh, and then I really like like an independent sense of self. You like know who you are. Yeah. We're all growing. But, like, you have your own things. You have yeah. your own, like, goals. You, like, you're working towards something on your own. And those are, like, my top three things. Second yeah. youngest. youngest. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Second right. youngest. Um, middle child here. <laughs> we love middle children. <laughs> That's me. So the first one that I put was open-minded. Mm-hmm. I just need, like, that. Yeah. Kind of goes, like, connects to the political thing, honestly. Like, you have to be open to entertaining other ideas than the ones that you, like, believe to your core you have to kind of be i don't know willing to bend and willing to hear people out and willing to like question 
your yeah. beliefs. Second, same as Alex, funny. Mm. They have yeah, to have a good have banter. You have to get it. They have to get it. Yes. Um, I know. Uh-huh. I know. Yeah. And I, like, I have a sense of humor that, like, I don't know. You it's, have a good sense of humor. But it's not, like, the most mainstream. I don't know. That was, like, literally one of my favorite things about you, Nick, was, like, when we became friends, I felt like there were so many laughs. And I felt like oh. you just, like, always laughed. I felt like, I was like, am I? fucking funny because like you laughed at everything because yeah, i get it yeah i was like oh my god he gets it yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's important for my partner they have to get it yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then last i said intellectual because that's kind of i don't know You're i'm very, very much like that intellectual yeah very cerebral like academic probably gonna want to do my phd at some point yes, yes. like that's get just it. like a big part of my life and i want yeah. the yeah. person i'm with to be I don't know, like, be able to well-versed in a certain, like, topic that they're interested in, but, yeah. like, it doesn't really matter what it is, but, like, I feel like you should have, I want you to be yeah. passionate about Keep something up. and have that yeah. knowledge about it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's good. That's good. Beautiful. Okay. Well, I have adventurous. I want a partner mm-hmm. who's, like, up for a little adventure, like, whether it's, like, we're driving to the Yukon, or we're jumping on a plane and going to Spain, or we're, you know, we're going to grandma's house and going to surprise her. You know, like, they've mm. got to be, like, kind of like someone who's like, yes, like, yes, yes, I'll go with it. You know, they can jump in and Give do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my worst nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> I also need somebody who, similar to you, Alex, you were talking about, like, a safe space, yeah. like, to communicate with them. But I said supportive, like yeah. just being able to like pour my heart out, whether it's a good thing or bad thing, a moving or growing thing and feel supported in the mm-hmm. decisions that I'm making or the things that I'm processing. Yes. Um, and then the last is ambition. They have to have some kind of get up and go. They, yeah. I want to be inspired by them, whether yeah. totally, but I like that. Yeah. yeah. So those are my But three. also I feel like we're just like all looking for different things. I know. <laughs> it was kind of there's cool. a lot of overlap. Yeah. yeah. Like I yeah. also want someone who's very driven. Yeah. Yes. Like, they don't have to be like super driven because I'm like, I'm not the most driven person. Okay. But like I do have like things that I'm passionate about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. It's just like good people. And I like also like supportive and like open communication. Yeah. Also great. Like super want huge. that. Mm-hmm. To be able to like tell your partner how you feel. Mm-hmm. And just be like honest. Yeah. Pretty important. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. This is so fun. I'm yeah. so glad we've been able to, like, just spill our hearts out. It was yeah. less painful. Yeah, it felt like, well, it's been a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. It has been. Usually talking about my emotions is very tough. So Same. this has been less, like, hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm on a journey. Same. I'm opening my heart. Shooting my shot. Yes! <laughs> yeah, part of my 2022, like, not resolution, but something I want to work on this year is just like being more in tune with my own emotions and sharing that with other people. Yeah. yeah. Sounds simple. Too, Sounds simple. Not really something hard. I've done a lot of. Yeah. 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 Very hard to break those walls down. Yeah. Yeah. And like even That's just. really funny. That's like the easiest part for me. And I'm like. <laughs> I, like, physical is so hard for me. Oh. That's so that's easy, easy for, me. for me. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. Me too. That's how I can show, that's how I can show things. Yes. Like, that comes easily to me. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And then it's, like, often mistaken for other things. And, yeah, just, it can get kind of problematic at times. But yeah. the physical part, I'm like, got that part nailed. So I can do that. <laughs> <in it."> <laughs> <laughs> Great. 
Thanks, so everyone. Yeah. Thanks, Nick, it's a wrap. for coming on today. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pumped. I love this. Yeah, I love this. This is like our new dating profile is this podcast <laughs> right here. See the link. Yeah. Yeah. Fall in love with us. Thanks, yeah. Bumble, for the sponsor. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Manifest that shit. It was so great to have a second part. Um, we definitely recorded for over two hours, which was pretty yeah. amazing. We, well, we just like we just went off. We had a great time. We had a great night. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking back to that opportunity to sit down with Nick and have that time to digest. And I think what came for me is just the power to sit as a group and, and talk about these things as singles. I think it's important to digest and you know, have those catch-up sesh, those wine or coffee sesh with your friends who can understand and like hear your full intake of dating and how that's going. And, you know, it just helped kind of shed some light on, on things I can improve on and grow from there. So I just had a really fun time. Like, it's just really nice being with friends and bantering. But also I do really like being vulnerable and get a lot of like, honestly like joy and connection when other people are vulnerable with me so it just made me feel really connected to you both and I really liked that yeah thanks again Nick for having you on and we are so thankful we have you as a friend jar of questions what dating show would you go on if you had to choose one can we brainstorm like just a bunch of dating shows that are on air or have happened like the Bachelor, yeah. Love is Blind, Love Island, The Bachelorette. I guess that's the same as The Bachelor, that whole complex that's series. all the ones I Paradise know. Island. Very, it's like, it's kind of true to like Love Island. Um, oh, what? Too Hot to Handle. Oh, yeah. Too Hot to Handle's out there. Wife Swap. Mm, not really a dating show. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's just weird. Disastrous. Okay. So those are like basically... I think that's like mostly like it right now. I'm trying to think if there's any other ones. We could pick ones from back in the day too. Sure. Like Tila Tequila? Sure. I don't know any. <laughs> that's a real throwback. Okay. Much music. Um, Alex is looking at me blindly. Yeah. Well, so for me, like I love watching Love Island. I don't, I don't watch a lot of like these like love shows. Love Island... I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, I love summer. And then I was trying to think, I was like, do I love summer or do I just love when Love Island is on? (laughs) (laughs) It is really good. Um, And it looks so fun. But when I'm legitimately thinking, can I be on that? No. Like, I actually don't think that that one is one I can do because I don't think if I'm like coupled up with someone and then that like coupling breaks up. I can't just stay on the island and watch them be with someone else and be okay. I can barely do that now. After I, like, block and delete everyone so I never see them ever again. Oh my gosh, I feel like I would thrive on Love Island. Mostly because I am I love being surrounded with, like, other young, hot singles. I'm like, <laughs> Sorry, sign me up. Sign me up because I think it would be fun and like I know how to maneuver my way around drama, but it is true. You are, are you really a tr- drama queen. No, I'm saying that like it is really true on that show. Like if you do experience that drama, it's very awkward because there's no escape. Like well, not even you're that all drama. Living like together. I think that vulnerability. Like I can't be open and vulnerable and choose someone, and then like next week they're choosing someone else. Yeah, 
And then you have to sit there and watch that? Yeah. I think that actually the most awkward part for me when I like logically think about that show is that they all have to sleep in the same room together. Like that alone seems so disastrous to me. Like them wearing like sunglasses and like earplugs and like covering their faces. It's just like one big sleepover, Amy. Yeah, but it's also like a social experiment because the lights come on, you know, like I take it for granted. Like I'm such a morning person. Like I love having a slow, easy, breezy morning. Like I live my... That's not the... That's not the point of the question, Amy. (laughs) I know, I know, but I, but I'm like, I've really thought about it. Like, could I handle going on that show? The show that I could not go on is Bachelorette. I could not compete for one person's love with 25 other competitors. Like, that sounds problematic to me. I haven't watched it. And I'm also like, after Ari's season, for all of you Bachelor Nation fans, I have sworn off the bachelor and the bachelorette i yes. refuse to watch it and like my friends know that too because they'll be like oh did you watch blah 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 and they're like oh no you you've given up on it and i was like yes i've given up on it because it's so unfair one season they yeah, I know. Ari, you told me the drama because it's so tragic so you who would do for the that listeners. um they he basically proposed to one girl at the end of the show and then two weeks later got the producers everyone back went to surprise this girl that he was engaged to to break it off with her only to turn and engage himself to the other girl that he didn't pick. But like, why would they do that all over TV? I was so devastated for this poor girl and I was just like sick to my stomach. So you're right. Like airing all your business. And like, that's the thing. Oh, I think it's hard to be on any of these love shows. Yeah. But, um, final answer. I think the only one that I could actually do is love is blind. And that, I, that doesn't sit nice with me either. Like, I don't want that. <laughs> you don't want that for you? No, but at least that's, like, built on an emotional connection. And mm. it's not like we're swapping partners all the time and you're watching people break up with you. And, like, you're, like, finding if you make a connection with someone and then seeing if that works out. And I think that's the best I can do. Okay, I'm not trying to sway you or anything, but I just want to say after Love Island, people are, like, all friends with each other. Oh, I know. <laughs> Love Island looks like fun shit like oh my god like i say do i love summer or do i love love island (laughs) like i think it might be love island it looks so fun it's amazing i couldn't my heart couldn't handle it if you haven't watched it you need to go out and get hbo is it on hbo no hey you you can get a seven day uh free trial you can watch a lot of tv in seven days (laughs) actually on crave you can watch the love island usa last like the summer one that we just watched this summer Mm. But, um, hey you, I just caught up on, um, the recent one from Australia that aired in November. Wow. Yeah. You're, you're in deep. You're in deeper than me. And I think I introduced you to Love Island. Yeah, you did. But, um, (laughs) it's just been a really rough winter. So I needed, I didn't even, I paid for a subscription. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So, you know. That's where we are. That's where, (laughs) that's where this mental health is at. (laughs) International Love Island. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well, we turn it to you. What uh, dating show are you going to go on? <laughs>